Brittany Griner has written a book about her nightmare in Russia. Yellowface is a hot mess in itself. And I am reading a, it's a Christian fiction book, but the big thing is, is that it came out yesterday and I'm so excited about that. This is Sari Reese. Thank you so much for I was minding my business while snooping around on Instagram today and I saw something that was incredible. It was the face of Brittany Griner. She's a WNBA superstar and uh, she has written a book and it is called Coming Home and it is based on her um, experience in Russia. It was a whole thing uh, about a year and a half ago. Brittany Griner was arrested in Russia for drugs and um, they she was sentenced to do hard time over there and the United States this was around the time that Russia invaded Ukraine and so the United States was like no you guys are trying to use Brittany Griner as a high profile um, hostage and they negotiated her release uh, they did a whole prison swap it was a whole thing uh, you had people here in the United States who were really allowing their uh, bigotry to show um you know Brittany is a uh an Olympic gold medalist for the United States and uh there were people who were like oh she should just be over there and she should just rot um it was just a it was it was a time to be alive and um so Brittany is sharing her experience um from Russia and what she calls a nightmare and the book will detail her harrowing incarceration in the country and her subsequent release. Now, when speaking of her forthcoming book, Brittany says, Coming Home is a story of hope and survival of before and after. Coming Home begins in a land where my roots developed and is the diary of my heartless, I'm sorry, my heartaches and regrets. But ultimately, the book is also a story of how my family, my faith, and the support of millions who rallied for my rescue helped me endure a nightmare. So as I said, Brittany Griner was arrested on February 17th, 2022. Um, she was detained at the airport after the Federal Customs Service of uh, Russia uh, found that she was carrying a vaporizer car cartridge, which contained less than a gram of hash oil. Now, for those who uh, said that she should rot over there, it's important to note that in Arizona, Griner was actually prescribed Medicino cannabis. Uh, it is illegal in Russia, but the amount that she had on her was not uh, worth the punishment that she received, even in Russia. And so, this is what alarmed U.S. officials and caused them to believe that uh, 
Russia was using Brittany Griner as leverage in response to the Western sanctions that they received for invading Ukraine months before. Um, Evelyn Farkas, uh, she's a former Pentagon official, did express concern that she believed uh, Griner was being used as a high-profile hostage, which I said earlier. So in May of 2022, the United States um, State Department said that they determined that Griner was indeed wrongfully detained, uh, meaning that her... Uh, Offense did not match the punishment and she was released as part of a prison swap agreement between the United States and Russia in December of 2022. Her book comes out um, on May 7th, 2024, and I am excited. This is one of those books where I am looking forward to purchasing. I'm not going to read it right away um, because I... It's it's one of those books I'm going to purchase and put on the shelf. Or if I buy the digital copy, I'm going to purchase it and leave it for a time when I'm ready. I know I'm not the only one who, who does that. Where you buy books and you're like, I'm going to get this book. I'm not going to read it. I'm not in the headspace to read it. And that's how I feel about Britney's book. I'm not in the headspace to read that right now. I probably won't be in the headspace to read that for the rest of this year. Maybe not even next year. I don't know. But there will come a day when I will be in the headspace to read Coming Home. and But I still can't wait to purchase it. I'm going to purchase it um, on May 7th or a few days after. I don't know. My reading schedule and my like purchasing schedule is out of control this year because that's just how many amazing books are coming out. And I'm so excited about all that's going on in the book publishing world. But for those who are just like, let me mark my calendar, make sure you mark your calendar for Coming Home by Brittany Griner, May 7th, 2024. When I was first informed about Yellowface by Rebecca Kwong, I hope I'm saying her name correctly because I was going to call her something else earlier and then I looked up how to pronounce her name and I still feel like I'm not doing it justice. Um, when I was told to read this book called Yellowface, I knew that it was going to take me on a journey, which is why I did not read it right away. I was not ready to go on that journey. Um, so I read it near the end of last year. It was months after it, it was released to the public. And let me tell you, I was not ready. I still wasn't ready to go on that journey. Um... Oh, where do I begin? Let me begin with the summary. So Juniper Song Hayward is a mediocre writer who is jealous of her friend, Athena Liu, who is a phenomenal writer. 
Um, Juniper believes that the only reason why Athena's writing career has taken off and blown up the way that it has is because uh, Athena is Asian and Juniper is, by her terms, she is a white woman and no one in the publishing world wants a white woman to do well. Um, according to June, all of the uh, breaks go to the quote unquote minority writers. And so that is her reason or her explanation for why Athena's career is phenomenal. She has deals with Netflix and all of this other stuff. And Juniper has nothing to show for outside of a debut novel that completely failed. Um now a freak accident happens uh after athena invites juniper over to celebrate her latest success and athena passes away right in front of juniper and that is where the story gets absolutely crazy june steals this girl's manuscript she passes it off as her own she convinces herself that she has done all the research that she has done you know she is the reason why this book is a success she wrote it from scratch according to her um and she at one point i'm convinced that she has determined that she is indeed chinese because of the way that she changes her appearance and other things um of course in the end her career um it it tanks of course because you know you can only steal someone else's work and pass it off as your own for so long but the ending of this book had me outraged because there were no redeeming qualities in june in the end this girl instead of saying you know what let me just start fresh let me just i don't know how it got out of control but it did and you know what i need to take some steps back because i am an artist and artists don't steal other artists work that's not right no, Juniper convinces herself that, you know, I'll just convince these people to, to like me again. And, and, you know, they'll appreciate the original work, um, the artist that I am. Uh, and she's, in, you know, referencing Althea's work as her own still down to the very end of the story. That aspect had me outraged because I was like, you have got to be kidding me. At this point, I think June is insane. She's crazy. Um, there's, you know, so that was one aspect. And that was actually an aspect I was um, speaking with a fellow bookish, bookish person. And they were someone who actually did not like this book. And I think that was why they kind of didn't like this book was because there were no redeeming qualities in the main character in the end and it kind of you know to them it rang as redundant and I got that because there were certain aspects in the book where it was like okay girl you know very much so like one tier uh type of character no dynamics to her whatsoever we know that June is a liar and she's a thief and it just kind of like kept drumming on to a certain degree um but all in all, um, 
I would definitely give this book, Yellow Face, a five-star rating simply because there are so many elements addressed in this book. You have the social media. Uh, June is way too attached to uh, to social media. She cares entirely too much of what others think. Um, you do have the other characters. Like at one point, her mom is brought in, in the scene and her mom flat out tells her, uh, in so many words, we knew that you would fail at writing because you're just not a good writer. Um, and so that lets the audience know that, no, what June is pressing about, you know, the only reason why Athena is successful or was successful was because she, you know, was a, um, it was Asian. It, it maybe in, in June's case, maybe you just weren't a good writer. Like your whole family saw that and you didn't because maybe this was a passion that you probably just shouldn't have pursued. Um, so there was that element of the family dynamic that kind of brought sense to the story because they were practical people. And her mom was like, we really wanted you to just get a job because you're not good. You're just not that good, girl. Um, and then there's also the aspect of... Um, you know, social concepts and, and political terms um, that are addressed in the book. And I'm not going to address them here. This is not a political pod podcast. So I really, I strive to keep uh, politics out of my vocabulary as best as I can, um, because books are bridges and we don't want to break the bridge. Um, so uh, but yeah, there are political aspects that are addressed in this book um, and social aspect is, aspects as well. Um, and so I, I enjoyed the book. I enjoyed the writing. Uh, Rebecca is a phenomenal writer. Uh, if you don't like her as a person, okay, that whatever, but she is a phenomenal writer and I would give this book a five star. It is a, it is an incredibly fast read It is just over 300 pages, but the way, the manner in which, uh, Rebecca writes makes it go by so quickly. You can definitely read this book in one sitting, um, in about, I want to say three to five hours, probably more so along five hours, just because it's, it's over 300 pages um but yeah yellow face rf kwong i really hope i'm saying her name correctly if i'm not i'm so sorry um and yeah you just have to check it out for yourself i i don't think i can do justice to tell you how i feel about this book i don't have enough time but uh i really enjoyed it it's one of those either you love it or you just hate it um and you really have to check it out for yourself all right all right Their Second Chance at Love by Kayla Terrell. And thank you to Net Galley for uh, giving me this book, the opportunity to read this book um, before its release. It was released yesterday, actually Monday, I'm sorry, on February 
5th, 2024. And um, I'm still reading it. I just uh, got my hands on it like over the weekend. So let me read the summary. It says, or the synopsis rather, says, Erin's a single mom doing her best to make ends meet. She and her children live with the eccentric eccentric widow in town and she's finally getting her head above water when a familiar face from her past returns logan's back to fix up the house he grew up in and get it ready to sell but he never thought he'd find the woman he once loved living there with her two young children while aaron's looking for a way to buy the old victorian logan's looking for a way out of town but neither one expected to find love in the process there's second chance at love is a christian romance that will make you believe in second chances and remind you of god's faithfulness even in the darkest of storms now uh, i want to say a few things about this book so i am just getting into christian fiction um because usually when i read christian based books it's non-fiction it's like devotionals and things like that um and so this is not my first time reading a Christian fiction book, but it is um, my first time in a while tapping into that genre. Um, and so I was a little um, I was a little apprehensive. I'm not going to lie, because typically what I've seen for with uh, Christian fiction books, it's usually Amish country or um, books that, you know, <laughs> that the Christian fiction books that that probably could have used more editing um this particular book so far is it's okay um it's 212 pages according to Amazon um the Amazon website I am actually uh reading the net galley version which is like a hundred and I don't know 40 four pages so maybe that's just like according to the formatting um i i have to say that thus far and i have written this down in my notes um there is some repetition in this book that i do not appreciate um we don't need to um sit and and pay attention to how they're gazing at one another for a whole paragraph and then be reminded that that's why they were gazing at one another we don't need to and this isn't so much of repetition as it is of just kind of taking up space um we don't need to um be here for two paragraphs while they pick up glass that has broken um we don't need two paragraphs to tell us why the little boy doesn't want to sit on a pink bench um it's these are things that you could tell us subtly these are things that um you know you could you could just say quickly um and move right along that is my analysis thus far with this book um i <laughs> I, I I'm excited to see how things turn out 
but that's just been my you know my observation thus far um it is a little it's just a little too much detail for me um but you know i haven't finished it so i can't give an official review yet um maybe the detail is necessary because it'll all you know add up in the end and i'll be happy to learn you know to appreciate why um they spent that much time talking about broken glass um so their second chance at love you can get it on uh, kendo unlimited if you have the subscription you can read it for free it's by kayla terrell and as i said it came out on monday and thank you again net galley for affording me a copy a digital copy for free Well, we have reached the end of this episode and what better way to conclude than with the spoken or uh, rather written word. Today's written word comes from A.W. Tozer uh, from the book Church and he says, we lay out the plans for our own lives and say, now, Lord, it is nice to serve you and we love you. Lord, and let's sing a chorus, but we won't change our plans in any way. And when I read this, uh, it jumped out to me because many times we are, uh, if you believe in God, you're looking for God to direct your path. If you don't believe in God, uh, then you're looking for the universe or you're looking for things to just kind of come together and uh, give you a clear path and a clear plan. But we don't realize that many times we are the ones creating the plans and there's nothing wrong with that. You should definitely plan. But we're not we don't make ourselves open to changing to pivoting life is about the pivoting i'm learning that more every day and a lot of times we make plans and we don't want to change them even when they're falling apart and it's to our own demise because if you don't pivot then you break or you are broken and so you know um I find that a lot of the heartbreak and the brokenness that we experience in life it could be avoided if we were willing to adapt and if we were willing to say, well, let's go another route. And that's not the way I had planned it, but life is telling me to take another way. So let me go the way of life. Um, I feel like a lot of times we as humans refuse to change our plans because we are just stubborn by nature and stubbornness has its place. Everything has its place. But many times it's like swimming upstream and, you know, you can only swim upstream for so long before you are overtaken because that's not despite what some people may say, that's really not the right direction to go. Uh, so we're fighting unnecessary battles and we're creating things that, uh, you know, we're creating trouble that's not there. It's not necessary. And so my, um, you know, 
I don't want to give advice on this show, but I would say let's all just go with the wave. Go with the wave and you know what? Pivot. Learn how to pivot. And I'm talking to myself first. And so as you're pivoting and as you're going with the waves, I hope that the wave (laughs) leads you to a bookstore, a library, a thrift shop, anywhere where books are king. I will see you. When will I see you again? Will I see you this weekend? I will. I will see you this weekend for this Super Bowl weekend. And we are going to go on Twitter and we are going to see what the Twitter streets are talking about because Twitter is insane and I just cannot wait. I'll see you this weekend. Bye.